Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Chemical Conversations podcast for the Olefins Outlook, brought to you by Argus Media. I'm Lauren Williamson, the Vice President for Commercial Product here, and I'm joined by Sarah Ray, Jimmy Levine, and Ron Bachman, our lead Olefins experts, and Chris Cothran, our Olefins analyst. Jimmy, tell us, what, what is the overall direction of the market in the next six to 12 months, and what are some of the biggest factors underpinning the trends right now? Lauren, unfortunately, we see the trend over the next six, 12 months as one being down in margin in all regions, at least for integrated derivative margins. The U.S. may well enjoy higher margins due to natural gas derived feedstocks and other regions that can crack ethane or, or gas based feedstocks may also see better margins. But the key issue is going to be one of unraveling the supply chain constraints to where we get back to some closer state of normal where there's competitive pricing and therefore margins are going to come down as soon as those supply chain constraints start to come down. And Sarah, can you tell us, are there any major expansion projects or regulatory policies that could meaningfully affect prices, trade flows in the months ahead? Oh, hi, Lauren. Yeah, thanks for the question. I think the, the, the biggest elephant in the room at the moment is the conflict between Russia and the Ukraine and the impact that's having on the feedstocks as Jimmy talked about and the flows of product from that region into other regions. So that's a major issue. It's pumped up oil prices and it's affected lots of the European producers and, and is having sort of global ripples in terms of ramifications coming out of that. In terms of new projects, well, the U.S. has got a couple of big new crackers that are coming up uh, this year. In the Russian region, if we're talking about that, they've got the Balkan crackers, which were due to come on a stream in 2021, and a couple of other crackers, all of which we think will continue to make progress, but probably slow in terms of the, the total projects. China is also continuing to build a number of ethylene stroke naphtha crackers, which is weighing on the market and feeding into what Jimmy was talking about in terms of problems in terms of oversupply. For propylene, it's really a massive build across the globe with new projects, with China really leading the charge with an enormous amount of new PDH capacity, almost doubling their PDH capacity in two years. And I know one of the elements to the outlook includes a look at supply disruptions, new supply coming on stream, which is great. So, Chris, let's turn to you. What is your favorite element of the Olefins outlook? Maybe there's a particular piece of information or part of the service that you think is really relevant and most helpful for, for readers while they're interpreting the market. All right. Well, what's the most helpful for me as an analyst to see the feedstock product? price dynamics and the way they relate to polymers, the charts depicting that interaction. It's not really clear just looking at a single price. So seeing the sort of complex interactions is very helpful. One of the features we've added recently is the what's changed section. And I think that, that sort of underscores that and sort of providing a focus to the complexity and what's changed month over month, because that'll shape sort of the forecast going forward. And also the sensitivities uh, that are discussed within the text and giving them sort of a qualification on how impactful any given change will be is very helpful, too, because that's not as evident, particularly on a region by region basis. So, you know, highlighting those factors is, uh, I think, the most useful. Absolutely. Those are great points. And maybe I can turn it back to the group now. Perhaps you could share with us some of the methods you use for forecasting 24 months ahead. What steps do you take to arrive at those conclusions? So, Jimmy, shall I step and take that to start with and you can you can come in? 
the big issue for forecasting olefins is forecasting oil and the, the downstream products on that side of it. So we take the Argus forecast for those products. There's a process we go through to get there. Some of it's driven by models, but it's also overlaid by humans who just check the validity of that. And then when it comes down to the propylene and ethylene side, we do it on a regional basis, which I think is a strong point of our forecasting. We too use some element of models looking at margins. But again, we're not constrained by those models. We look at turnarounds coming up. We look at the supply and demand balance that we reflect from our analytics product. And we talk as a group about how we think that's going to impact the margins going forward through the 24 months. Jimmy, anything you wanted to add? Yes, Sarah. Like most businesses, Olefins is becoming more and more global. And let me just emphasize one of the first steps we take after we determine the feedstock and energy prices, and that is to, to assemble our global team of experts and review what's been happening in the market, changes versus uh, what we expected last month, and impact changes that will affect other regions. Then all of our experts have good visibility of what's happening in other regions and how that may affect them. Key differentiator for us is the expertise of our global team and the understanding of what the fundamentals are that are driving things, as well as the likely behavior of market participants to arrive at what our final forecast is. Great. Thanks for that insight. Beyond that, we also have some sort of extraneous things that we take a look at that can change forecasts as well. Two months ago, we, we didn't have any idea that there would be a conflict in, in the Ukraine with Russia. And we also continue to see the impact of logistical issues, both on rail shipping, trucking, uh, marine freight, et cetera, that influence how much can move from region to region or within a region or away from docks and so forth, certainly in the United States. So all of that extra stuff, if you will, even if it's potentially intangible, can have a have an impact on what the forecast ultimately is when it rolls out in the Olefin's outlook. That's a great point, Ron. And let me stick with you and maybe continue that thread for a little bit. The nature of forecasting, it's always challenging. And of course, people want to know the prices in the future. But outside of that, what are some other ways they can use the information data and the outlook to help them make better business decisions? That's a great question, Lauren. Uh, you know, I would say that the Outlook is is a great read because subscribers, the readers, can look to Argus consultants reporting on items. We're in constant dialogue with market players at all levels. You know, we collect and highlight details that um, most readers wouldn't be able to get elsewhere with their busy schedules or in a timely way to consolidate that into a narrative of what's really going on in terms of pricing and supply and demand and changes that are going on with capacity and so forth, and bundling all that together to make sense to provide a product in the monthly outlook that helps people make decisions. You know, readers, I think, can trust what they see in the outlook because it's been put together by experienced professionals like my colleagues uh, here on this call who network extensively, and that helps us describe issues that are of greatest importance and in a timely way for people to make big decisions that they're making day in and day out. Thank you so much for that. With the markets as volatile and active as they are today, um, certainly a service like this provides a lot of benefit. And it also keeps everybody very busy monitoring the markets. And I know we all have day jobs to get back to now. So I want to thank you all so much for listening. 
We hope that you found it useful and insightful and to find out more about the Argus Olefins Outlook or Argus's other chemical products, you can visit www.argusmedia.com forward slash chemicals. Thank you. Thank you.